Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean. Um, slight delay on this episode because um, I've been recovering from nose surgery. So the hoot effects. Uh, yeah, mate. Although I can now breathe through both nostrils, which is a first in my life. So big now news. you realise that the world stinks. <laughs> what fucking stinks, mate? I'm getting them both blocked up again on Monday. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this is one we recorded just before my surgery. Um, we caught up with a friend of the podcast, friend of us in real life, Paul McCaffrey. A friend of ours. Just friend. He's just a good friend. Just a and great also egg. a very funny man and a very funny comedian. Excellent stand-up. Very excellent stand-up. Um, check out his stuff online. He put some really good clips on his Instagram. And um, yeah, that's it. Any other business? He's also got a podcast with Sean Walsh. Uh, which I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Fuck. But if you type their you names, Google their it, names podcast. Exactly. It's not, you know, it's that thing. It's easy to find stuff nowadays. It's you a really funny it. podcast, actually. It's only like 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Little short bite-sized episodes. Just hit the ground running. Yeah. It's my so, second favorite podcast. After Joe Rogan. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is, is it moved? He moved on to Spotify now, isn't that what's happened? Rogan has, yeah. He only got a, he got a deal like over a hundred mil. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm negotiating ours at the moment. Um, we're moving ours to um, a white nationalist website for <laughs> fifty quid a month. Uh, I um, no, we might actually be moving it onto Acast once I finally get the um, the papers sorted. The transfer papers, mate. Then we'll put a photo of like a the transfer, transfer fee. You know, it was me sitting there at a desk with a signing a paper. contract. <laughs> a big quill. Yeah, um, Rogan's moved to Texas as well. I just saw his because uh, they're doing gigs. A lot of the, a lot of the LA. I think he's LA, isn't he? Somewhere. Yeah. But um, a lot of the comics are moving to Texas because gigs are just r- standard there. They're just oh, normal. Really? Yeah. Texas don't give a fuck about COVID. Yeah. But that's, I mean, he's got enough money. He could take some time off gigging, surely. I know, yeah. <laughs> he's got a hundred million deal and he's like, no, I want to do some gigs. I know, yeah. They love take it. Take a though, break, mate. Everyone, everyone yeah. needs to calm down. 2020, let's write off 2020. I know, chill out a, with that fucking yeah. work ethic, innit? Exactly. Just, you know. Making the rest of us feel lazy, mate. I know. Didn't that get on your nerves sometimes? Someone's such a hard worker. Like, um, totally. I, go, I, do, I do work hard a lot, like go through bursts. I think lockdown's just yeah. made me one of the laziest people in England. I, well, I write a lot and I do, you know, I gig a lot when the gigs are happening. But also, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, um, I'm not driven. Mine is more, I just have the ideas so I have to write them down. You know, some yeah. people are driven and they're like, they want to achieve everything in there. Yeah, like the admin, the business side of their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck about any of that. I'd rather <laughs> die poor, mate. <laughs> um, but anyway, but we're not poor because uh, we have our lovely patrons who, are, <laughs> who support us. Patron.com slash two vegan idiots. Yeah, thanks for supporting. Um, you can sign up for as little as two pound a month. Basically, maximum. There's no maximum. At the minute, last no. couple of weeks, we've been a bit slack on the, doing the extras. That's because of other you know, things like... Car, had a cosmetic surgery. It, wasn't, it was actually, it was not cosmetic. I liked your nose, man. I think you yeah. were um, just insecure about it, we are. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we'll be back on that this week. We do a couple of like extra little episodes on there. Your, your voice yeah. hasn't changed that much. No, they said it wouldn't. Oh. Yeah. Cool. 
I would. I mean, I, I don't think I'd, I'd have had it done if it's going to change my voice. Yeah, I'm very. Italian. I thought it would a bit. No, I don't. I mean, once it swell, once this is off and the swelling goes down, you know, it might slightly, but I don't think it will. I think your voice is set once it's set. You know. You know. I guess so. Like my son had his tonsils out and his voice ch- might have been when it was healing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That anyway. speaks French. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Then people that have that condition where they wake up one morning and they just speak a foreign language or in a foreign accent. When they bang their head or have an accident, yeah, 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 I've yeah. heard about. I mean, how real is that? Well, I don't I even don't make know. sense. It sounds more like a psychotic episode to me. Yeah. I mean, surely that would be breaking news. I mean, it's a big yeah. deal. You never spoke French before. I don't think, I don't you think do. they speak the language. I think they speak in the accent, which is even weirder. <laughs> Just do a bad impression. <laughs> um, all right. Might bang my head. Let's get um, on this episode. Paul McCaffrey coming up. Kick back, enjoy it, uh, and we'll see you soon. Two vegan idiots. Um, so here we are. We are. It's um, a new episode of Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean. We're currently a bit waiting. Of hair there that's really annoying. Oh, that is that's quite funny. But yeah, yeah, you've got it. Yeah, it's very weird, isn't it? It's very jarring. Yeah, obviously, I for normal it last listeners, night before bed. Normal listeners can't see that, but do sign up to Patreon. Sign up to Patreon videos. and pay to see that <laughs> bit of hair. Um, we're waiting for Paul McCaffrey currently, our guest today. Um, it's Saturday morning. We were we, we were worried he's just going to go AWOL and not appear. But we're chatting, and he said he is going to join us. I so do think gonna... he's he's quite an early bird, McCaffrey, isn't he? Is he? I think I don't know. I'm ba- Maybe I mean, yesterday my... I woke up at eleven a.m. So yesterday you did actually, but um, I think I went to message you yesterday in the afternoon, uh, or maybe in the morning, and uh, I opened WhatsApp and it said last seen at five thirty-eight a.m. and I was like, he's at a late night. That's, <laughs> my, that's my paper round. <laughs> You're doing. You're working at a flower market. Uh, <laughs> I had to set the stall up. <laughs> Why just set their stalls up then go out? I've got that a, a minute. Scaffolding. People on uh, uh, WhatsApp at a minute must think I'm like my hours are mental because obviously, like sometimes I wake up, you know, and the baby will wake up, and I'll I'll just be up for a bit at whatever crazy time, and just check my phone. You know what I mean? So it looks like I'm. You know, it says last seen at four fifty AM or something. And all yeah, it was yeah, yeah. I was literally cleaning shit out of a baby's bum hole <laughs> and checked my phone afterwards. At a party. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry of sound. <laughs> but it is um so yeah, we're currently seeing we're going, we're playing Wait for Paul McCaffrey um to arrive. Paul did once famously um wake up the latest uh, he it was during Edinburgh, I think it was about three or four years ago, maybe five oh, years yeah. ago, where he woke up. Uh, I think it was at the showtime, and his showtime was 6.30 p.m. And uh, Matt Ford literally woke him up as his show was meant to be beginning and then dragged him out of bed and got him to the venue. So his show started, I think he went on stage 20 minutes after the show was meant to start. <laughs> literally just woke it up and was hanging out of his ass. <laughs> So you know, he has got pre. Paul has got previous of a uh, of late waking he's, up. He's got form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so you be you gigged last night? Did you say? Um, the night before last. Okay. The excellent top secret. Yes, comedy's back, mate. Masks. Such a nice club. Um, so yeah, 
Not, not everyone, no. Not the audience when they were sitting there, but well, people had them coming in. I, I was pretending to do COVID tests as they come in. <laughs> I think because they're not like... I'm hilarious. I, I did a gig at last Sunday at the Clapham Grand, and that, that was indoors, and they weren't. They, there was no masks. It was just slightly distanced, and I don't really know the rules. No, I don't. It's weird. You, you like, don't need them in restaurants. Well, Battersea Art Centre, uh, last night, you've done that gig... They're, it's outside in a little courtyard, but they and all they, wear masks. I think it's just the venue are just extra careful, aren't they? Yeah. Like the venue, there's no law to say you have to wear masks unless you're really ugly. Because even what is it? Is it? It's not a law, is it, to wear them on public transport? Because I mean, no, because people. Because I, I got a church, I got an overground to clap them back last night, and I wore one. Uh, and most people wear them, but there's still some people just bowling around. With some that. people are exempt, aren't they? Got yes, disabled mouths and stuff. But I definitely saw a couple of people that were not. I don't reckon they're exempt, unless you get an exemption for being a road man. <laughs> <laughs> He's too much of a bad man. <laughs> He's a bad man ting. Nah, nah. He's um, good. But um, I I had to run for my train. So like, I went through the ticket barriers and I put my mask on just before I went through the ticket barriers. And they've done the jumped the over the top. <laughs> <laughs> they took it off slow, <laughs> like Kaiser Soze. <laughs> but they, they've changed Wilson Junction Station now. It's a one-way thing. So normally I go through and I just go left and I basically go up to the, to the platform to get the overground. It's a one-way thing now. So I walk through, I put my mask on, walk through, and the train had just pulled into the thing. So I had like 90 seconds to get on here. And then as I went to turn, they went, no, you can't go this way. And the other way, you've got to go right round and I had to run for it with a mask on, and I found out that, you know, it almost turned me into an anti-masker, mate. Have you ever, have you had, have you run in a mask? It's fucking brutal. I know it's like oxygen deprivation, isn't yeah. it? It's like high altitude running. And, like, and then it's not like I got on the tube, a train and then could pull it off and like be like, woo! I got on and now I'm all sweaty and breathing heavily into a mask. It was gross. Everywhere's a one-way now. Even restaurants have got a one-way system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They tried that in like supermarkets and no one's ever paid attention to it. I know. If you see something now, you're not going to go the long way round. Exactly. I want my no, fucking man. I'm grab that Durex lube straight <laughs> away, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I make a beeline as soon as I see it. <laughs> Pushing people out of the way, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think most people, it's that thing where I think most people, it's not that they're actively avoiding you know, doing it. It's just, you sort of don't really think about it, anyway. In supermarkets, I've I've been walking around just, you know, I'm a bit of a. I realise sometimes I walk around in a bit Shot of a daze. Lifter. Well, yeah, no, but I'm, no, I'm always looking up. I'm not somebody who looks at the ground. So I've, yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. walking around the supermarket, then look down, and there's loads of marks on the ground saying "stick to this side," and I've not even yeah. noticed it. And I've been in there for ten minutes. So you know, I think there is a. There should be an allowance for people that are just a, just basically fuckwits like like me. The gyms. Um... I mean, everyone's got to clean their equipment. I think we should. People should do that anyway. Yeah, it's gross. And there's just loads of spray bottles around. Loads of that, you know, that blue roll stuff. Just nick it, mate. Set up yeah, a cleaning just... company. <laughs> <laughs> just go and restock every other day. Um, just bring it home. There's just loads of that in my bathroom. It's my new bog roll. <laughs> Just wiping your bum with massive blue paper. <laughs> Spraying my ass with anti-bat. <laughs> oh, here he is. There's McCaffrey. Um, let's admit him in. Um, right. Here he comes. Hello, mate. 
Um, do we but, do we do like a disciplinary or something because he's late? <laughs> we're recording, Paul, already, so we're just, just oh, going to be joining yeah, live. Nice. Not live. It's not going out live anywhere, but you are. We it's are live on London Live. <laughs> we're live on ITV Two. Uh, the extra factor. <laughs> I mean, uh, nice, back, right? nice background, man. Good. Thanks. Look I at my messy that. one. My. I need to tidy this shit. You know, people have been actually uh, buying cardboard um, DJs that have been doing sort of DJ sets from home have been buying cardboard record collections. So it looks no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is is real records. It's um, and also in the age of green screen, surely they could just get a green screen, mate. Put something better behind you, innit? Yeah. You put the Bahamas behind you. Instead, you get a cardboard cutout of some vinyls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, shoot for the moon, mate. Um, <laughs> how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were, the we morning. Were, we were musing on what you were up to last night to see if you'd, uh, if it was a sort of a late night and then you were going to show up hanging or if it was no, just a normal night. yesterday... That would have been the case. Last night I had a gig at uh, Chiswick House. Oh, yeah. Um, how, how was it? Chiswick High Road House on a Chiswick. We did, we did no, that. No, not, 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 not that. No, not, not, the, not the Chiswick House that's part of the sort of Soho and Shoreditch House places. Actual Chiswick House, which is like a stately home. Oh, right. Um, okay. And it was a fundraiser to save, which I, I, yeah, one of the other save acts quite rightly pointed homes. out. Exactly. <laughs> sort of in the, to the, save the rich people. Yeah. <laughs> save Prince Andrew. His <laughs> legal <laughs> costs. In the, middle of a, in the middle of a global health pandemic, I'm doing a Feed fundraiser. Feed the corgis. To <laughs> <laughs> what to say? So it was, for the, it was actually to raise money for the yeah. stately home. That's fucking... It was actually it to raise home. money for the stately home. Yeah. That is. Um, I didn't realise that until I got there. Good work, man. You've got to do your bit, man. (laughs) Well done. Well done, man. Clap clap for the... Where's Paul's clap? You know, not not why I did it, but, you know, if I could give a little back. That's good, It is funny. I've I've done that so many times where you just say yes to a charity gig. Because, you know, I think... Often, because if you're a to send a load of private school kids on a ski trip, a <laughs> <laughs> um, fundraiser to keep them there, but <laughs> cause an avalanche. Not really. I, I don't Class want anybody war. to be hurt. <laughs> I did. I did one at the comedy store once, and there was and not a single act had actually checked what it was for. Well, this is the We're problem. All stage, and it turns out it was for a very, very funding actual cancer. <laughs> 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 oh that oh <laughs> cancer research but they're researching Wuhan. Kind of... yeah yeah a Wuhan laboratories funding um it was for a very very niche um disease which caused it basically the, the simple way to got. describe it was sticky blood it's very rare oh, um, and uh basically it doesn't clot does it or something it's the opposite so it's the opposite oh. of hemophilia you know, it's the absolute opposite of what you've just said, Julian. <laughs> I was so far wrong. It was like... <laughs> you literally yeah, yeah. could, not, you could yeah. not have been 
more wrong. The one thing it was the wrongest against. Um, but, and it was, yeah, none of us had ever heard of it. And suddenly we just, like, we literally in the dressing room were like, did anyone even ask what it was for? And it, not a single comic. But everyone, because comics, I think, <laughs> most comics who do it professionally and have to a decent level, I think, accept mo- like a charity, at least like maybe a charity gig a month. Just to carbon offset the rest of your lifestyle, I think. So I think you know, there's that thing of sometimes you'll just say yes. And the next thing you know, you end up like Paul in a in the grounds <laughs> of a stately home. <laughs> going, guys, with a, we with need a to help out. You know? KKK fundraiser. You're trying to save money when you're a three hundred pound hired tux on. <laughs> Have you ever done any of those um, Cambridge or Oxford balls? Yes. Mental, I went on about half past one in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, horrendous. Um, I did. I've done a few of them. The Cambridge Mayball is like, you'll never, ever see this. You've got to wear a tux and stuff. No, as a comic, you don't. But everyone is. And like, you'll never, ever see the sort of stark difference of education. You know, because I didn't sort of, I didn't have, I, didn't, I, went, I went to a shit uni in London for two months and then quit. And I got in through clearing, you know, I didn't have any sort of, a, there was no, 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 I was never. Got in on a basketball a scholarship. <laughs> 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 have you ever seen the film Soul Man, where he gets a scholarship by overdosing on tanning pills and getting a, and he basically tans his skin to the point where he gets a black scholarship. It's one of the most racially dubious. It's one of them films that was, I used to love in the 80s and you watch it now and you're like, this is problematic that's a great um, name for a white rap act by the way racially dubious (laughs) (laughs) mc racially dubious (laughs) in Um, (laughs) um, yeah i just i did the may ball and i just saw all these posh kids in fucking suits that like i'm yet to wear a suit like that do you know what i mean and i'm 38 and they're all just walking around shit face drinking hendrix and a tailored tux yeah and it was just like you you're obsessed with tuxes today julian i know what's going on he's got a sponsorship (laughs) (laughs) lipman and sons it's like when the england football team had to get as many uh, beatles songs (laughs) julian's just been bet that he can't say tux 50 times during this podcast. <laughs> he's got so a he's... in a van outside. He's trying to shoot. I've only wore a tux a couple of times. Actually. <laughs> I don't think I've ever worn one. We had to hire one. At, um, we did like a like Christmas party at um, was it fucking uh, um, like a Park Lane Hotel? It wasn't. I forget the name of it. But it Grosvenor was. Yeah, House. It was Grosvenor House. I used there's to work of, there. There's a lot Here's of hotels the there. But good get. I might have told you that before. I used to be banqueting staff there, like when I first moved to London years ago. I remember, yeah, I remember tipping you. (laughs) (laughs) That was you, wasn't it? Nice Ferrero Rochers, mate. I had to do the conservative winter ball oh, fuck me. on an ecstasy come down. Oh, Jesus. You I had to do it on an ecstasy come down. <laughs> <On> a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a tough job description, though. <laughs> Not even on the ecstasy. You have, to, you have to time it on the come down. Right, guys, here's the dress code. You want you morbid, but kind of bouncing yeah. to a beat a little bit still. Yeah, yeah. We've said we that want you hung over, but really horny. Um, <laughs> I had to... Uh, so I, you, you got in and you got to sign what you're going to be doing. There were sort of various different bars around the place. I had to stand 
next to Norma and John Major with a tray of champagne receiving the crest as they came in, just like spun out, stood there like that. John Major's about seven foot tall. He's he's very tall. Yeah, it was really surprising. Um, who have you ever read? There's a really funny story, and it went viral a couple of years ago, and it got, it gets shared again like every six months. There's a guy I've forgotten his name. He's a funny like Irish commentator, uh, and he tells a story about when he worked at a function um, where like the Irish tea shop and all that. There was like all these like, very very senior politicians, and and like, and basically he I think he was on acid or mushrooms at the time. And it was, uh, and it's one of the funniest stories. It's about him basically realizing what he's got himself into, like while oh, he's no. on hallucinogens. It's excellent. But um, I don't. I'm trying to think if I've ever. Oh, we've discussed it on somebody. Is that your? Somebody's mic's just gone and made a little funny noise. Is that your Wi-Fi again, Julian? I don't think so. It might not be. It's fine. I'm it blaming be, Paul. It might be me again. <laughs> I had a wire issue. Blaming me for. <laughs> um. Who are we talk? Where we talked about? Who did we talk about? Was it on here, Julian? Where we talked about the time I took I I, I took acid at a wedding and didn't. Oh talk. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It was You're the not worst. super hands off peep show. Oh mate, it was <laughs> one of the worst experiences of my life. I couldn't I think of anything worse. Such a state, like I was, I didn't take wedding. loads, but it just you know it was during the sort of it, me and my ex-wife were you know we were we were we were prone to the odd um, Barney naturally and uh and basically i just felt i was at a I was shit faced at a wedding and i was sort of we'd had an argument and i just thought that this ended up good time to take acid <laughs> just in the right I... sort of emotional state and it just, i just i did it to sort of set and setting sort like just change something and it just it caused more <laughs> naturally caused more harm than good <laughs> weird, i didn't take uh acid a lot but i haven't t- i haven't taken it since uh june 1990 <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Bloody hell. Over, over 30 when you years. you were six. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was six. I was, uh, I would have been 15, actually, yeah. Uh, it was a day before you had to work at the Conservative <laughs> <laughs> conference. <laughs> um, but that's, I, don't think I, yeah. I took it at 15 for the first time. Obviously, I a lot later than 1990, but... Um, a bad fuck off. 2004 or so, I can't remember, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. It's not a good drug for young people. I think. I think. I, I wish I'd, I wish I'd waited till I was a bit older to take it. I do, you know, because I don't think now. I think once once you've had that bad experience, I took three at a festival. Oh, oh come on! On the yeah. Friday, and when I got back on the Monday, I was still not right. Yeah, that's too much. It's, um, um, but uh, I wish I'd waited because I'd like, you know, I'd like to have experienced it as a kind of. I know um, a mate. A mate you can of still mine, do it. A yeah. mate of mine during lockdown decided to try DMT for the first time, and uh, he told me the story, and it went a bit wrong. Like he sort of just had a bit of a psychotic episode on his own in his like off his sort of study. It's not a study, doesn't he's not rich, but he lives with his partner out in the sort of the country side, and um, and <laughs> she basically heard the noise <laughs> and came in, and he was just sort of like writhing around on the floor. 
and um, and then she, did she know that he'd taken it? No, so he's oh. now banned. He's now banned from doing that again. Back, no, he's now from, from, from the study. <laughs> <laughs> he's now banned from their relationship. It's <laughs> <laughs> now a restraining order. But that is like you've got a. I, I mean, mean, you have to tell them if you're doing. If you're in the DMT. same I mean, house, you know, it's not like he was away on a fucking stag do, is it? Like literally, I don't like DMT. Away. I think it's. I don't like it. It's well, horrible. yes, because you had a terrible experience on it. Yeah, you know, I know some people have had great experiences. Yeah, but it's obviously it's. I've not done something. it on this sofa actually when have I you? when I when I lived twenty five minutes ago just before we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird side effects. It basically talks about tuxedos constantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we last time we spoke to Paul was mm-hmm. mid lockdown, wasn't it? So we started chatting oh, just was... before mid, and now we're coming out of it. So what's yeah. the uh, gigs have started? How many gigs have you done? I've done quite a few, actually. Yeah, I've sort of... four a night. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I've, I've got one seventy nine. I've got one tonight. I've got one. I, I think yeah, I've sort of done a few. I bet you've uh, probably done the most gigs. Do you reckon I don't know about that? No, there'll be it's, others. Oh yeah, I don't. It's, I think that's. Uh, Steve Bouget said that to me last night. He said, "Mate, you seem to be gigging all the time." And I've literally only done, I've done like six gigs in the last. Two weeks, or maybe seven. I've done six as well, like total, but a lot, like a lot of them are two double ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's more that thing of sometimes it's just who you know. Sometimes you just happen to open like Instagram or Twitter, and you just see the same person's things like over the course of a week, and yeah. you just think, "Fuck, they what they're doing everything, isn't they?" And it's not. It's just you just happen to the algorithm yeah. means you've just seen just that what you're they're up to. Them. Yeah. <laughs> does it sometimes if you sort of like engage with someone, does it then? sort of favor their stuff so that, like on i twitter, think it does on facebook if you does. reply to someone's tweet next time you open twitter you see their kind of yeah maybe i don't know yeah yeah, really, yeah i, think I so. don't really understand it all that would explain algorithms uh, well who is it that was yeah there's someone I don't know what that word i never know what that word means well algorithm. someone because it was a funny one wasn't it a politician or some sort of conservative common commentator uh made a thing about it put a thing on a photo of like all the ads he gets on facebook like keep getting ads for oh, yeah. and sex stuff and they're like yeah that's based on your algorithm <laughs> it's like yeah. he didn't oh, realize oh, he was basically he was complaining about himself this up. yeah yeah, yeah. sex basically. adverts <laughs> mate that's because you've been searching that yeah. for three months <laughs> yeah i so... keep getting adverts of ways to dispose of a body <laughs> 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 Where to buy lime at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, because last time we spoke to you, you were right in the sort of unboard of lockdown phase. Yeah, I'm still pretty much in that, I'd say. But what's it it like where you live in terms of... We've talked about with other guests, like in London, it just feels like it's not, it's literally just nothing's changed. It's the same as it was pre lockdown. Yeah, no, I think sort of people do take it quite seriously here. I suppose probably there's a. Yeah, it's more London is kind of, I guess, demographically, there's kind of younger people there. Whereas in where I live in Winchester, it is kind of more of a spread. Paul's the, young, so... the youngest in Winchester. It tends to be people that stay here until they're kind of university age and then go away and come back when they're kind of 40 or something. So yeah, there's not yeah. that sort of... Um, yeah, so th- th- a lot of the older people aren't going out. Pubs are quite quiet. Everywhere shuts at 10. Oh yeah, you know pubs don't stay open beyond ten. Yeah, um, so it's still pretty weird, really. It definitely feels like there is still a pandemic. Whereas I've been to kind of other places where I've gone to do gigs, and it definitely, like you say, it's just people 
licking each other's armpits. <laughs> Standard London yeah. style. Yeah, like it's. I think you know. I've been. I've not been in central London much, but you know, just you just walk anywhere like Clapham and stuff. You go down there, it's fucking rammed, mate. Everyone's just going in and out of TK Maxx and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still not. I've, I went to Westfield last week for the first time. I went to like an actual shop that wasn't a supermarket. Which one? Uh, Westfield in Shepherd's Bush. And um, I had to go and. Did I? Why did I have to? I had to go there for something. I can't remember what it was. I had to buy. I just something. say the wrong things every yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Julian's literally currently got. I just say something wrong. Zero shots on target. <laughs> 25 shots, zero. <laughs> it's stats. Right? Just, you should do that. Say so much, people just, uh, just don't get hurt anymore. <laughs> three percent possession, 25 <laughs> shots, none on target. <laughs> um, but yeah, like well, that was. It was weird going to like shops. Do you know what I mean? I've not been in a clothes shop for probably knocking on six months i went yeah. to pre-mark yesterday it's all right isn't it? yeah you love a bit of primark you do good story julian yeah no <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy actually <clears throat> i'm staying at not my own home so i ran out of pants <laughs> <a> good description it <laughs> <laughs> describes the rest of the world <laughs> 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 um, you had to buy some new pants very specific there <laughs> very um, shady um, um, what I recently Primark's, did, uh, a, Primark's a good shop actually <laughs> not if you're, I like the human rights <laughs> side yeah, of unless it. you're into human rights I really struggle because I don't do online stuff so, so like that was a big thing at the beginning yeah. of all this. they, were like, why oh, did, why they lost they? millions I don't, don't know, know I suppose if you're going to buy a T-shirt for three quid, it's going to cost more to send than it is, to, you know. It's true. The whole That's appeal of going to Primark is that you can sort of go, oh, shit, I've, you know, stayed at not my own home last night. I'm going to need to uh, <laughs> buy replacement pants and, t-. you know, like if yeah, you go yeah, to a gig yeah. and forget, that's where you go to Primark, get yourself some two-pound boxer shorts. But if you're buying them online, it's going to cost you seven quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, because what's your, what's your... Um... I don't know that for a fact. That was just, no, <laughs> I'm basing that... On nothing other than business development director. That is what came out of my mouth when Mate, you It's all about the question. stats. You've taken a shot on target. <laughs> <laughs> it might be off target. We don't know. It's probably true though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but have you? I've I've recently in the last well, in the last couple of years I've changed my policy to clothes. Where in, I, I used to be, I used to wear like you know I didn't mind spending a bit of money on a jacket or nice jeans or something. But like in terms of basics, like t-shirt, pants, socks, I'd buy cheap, re- replaceable ones. And in the last couple of years, I've started to phase all that out. And I've now, like, so I wouldn't buy a Primark boxer short now. Just Harrods now. No, no, but, like, you know, I, I've actually recently started wearing Bjorn Borg boxer shorts, which are sort of, they've got, a, they're very similar to Calvin Klein ones. And they're just very well. Sexy. <laughs> yeah, they're really sexy. <laughs> they've got, not, you know, they've got a hole at the front cut out. So you're a bit, <laughs> like, they're but, just a belt. But they're yeah, just they're the just cotton uh, belt. Yeah, oh, so nice. there you go, Ralph Lauren pants. Have nice. you just taken them off? <laughs> just no, show them. A pile of, a pile of one, <laughs> with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> I knew those days as a stripper would come in handy one day. I haven't always worn uh, pre, pre. Is it Primark or Primark? Primark, Primark? Primark pants, by the way, but they were just handy to buy, you know what I mean? But I think you know you really you really feel it when you wear a good pant. It's like it's like when you wear it when you wear a good 
basic t-shirt yeah i mean if you buy like a h&m shitty four pound black t-shirt and then you wear a put a all saints one on yeah the there quality is a difference. difference is so yeah. big i have i mean the, the other thing is i'm like a clothes hoarder i have always kind of bought and worn designer clothes since i was about 18 yeah and i know i've got i have ralph Lauren polo shirts that i have had since the 90s and you just go yeah, like yeah. I, but do they all still fit? And that's not, I'm not saying that in the, as a sort of dig. I mean, well, it as, I I've got stuff. Oh, Ju- Julian, Julian enjoyed that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely mean that based on my own experience of clothes. Well, I think what's happened there is the fact that obviously sort of during the Can 90s, you would, one? No, really. <laughs> you, would go, you would go for a looser fit. So yeah. obviously, as my kind of uh, my, yeah, my body yeah, and my yeah. clothes have kind of met met in middle. <laughs> your body and fashion from the nineties joined forces. I, baggy rat jeans from the eighties, and now, now, like, now skinny. All wearing very fitted clothes. <laughs> but um, I should I should I, I keep sort of meaning to get around to do a. I mean, I have an unacceptable amount of clothes. I reckon yeah. I've got a hundred pairs of shoes. Fucking hell. I got yeah. rid of loads. I got rid of loads to charity shops just before uh, lockdown, which was good because I, I, I do bin I things a lot as well, though. But I, I mean, I don't really buy designer except jeans and stuff. Yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. I just go for cheap ones at the moment. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's, and um, I don't iron them either. I, I very rarely iron a t-shirt. It's if it's got creases on it. That's I'll... a nice t-shirt they've got on there. Is that more like a sort of sweat? Uh, uh, Thanks, sweat man. Shirt? <laughs> that's talking, nice. I knew you weren't talking, talking to me. me. This is a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is stone. Oh, I was going to say that is a yeah. That's a, it's quite sort of nice. haggard a bit and washed, but like I like the sort of again the quality of a Stone Island T-shirt. It's, You're getting ready for them to open the Tottenham Stadium again. <laughs> I'm just wearing this because I've actually got to go and have a bit of a fight with West Ham fans in a bit, <laughs> um, practicing with a cosh on your bed. <laughs> but yeah, it's um. There's definitely. Nice. I bought, do you know what I bought recently? Um, do you know the brand Carl Canai? So a hip hop yeah. brand. Um, I bought an oversized Carl Canai. Um, like long sleeve polo T-shirt that looks like I'm trying to be in fucking boys to men. But it's quality. No trousers. <laughs> but no, I just wear it with, yeah. a jumper dress. <laughs> we'll chalk that one up for the zero. I've woke up pretty horny, sorry. Another shot off target. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, it's weird because I try. I don't know. Have you had that? I don't know because you're quite. I'd say consistent with your dress code. Like I went to. I got dressed for a gig yesterday, and I dressed, and I suddenly looked in the mirror. I was like, I cannot wear dress like this. You know what I mean? I was, I was dressed weird. Like it wasn't how I'm used to dress on stage. It was almost like I thought, oh, mess post lockdown, I'll change it up. And I just was like, you cannot leave that. Oh, I've there. had that. I'm like, right. When I go back, I'm going to start wearing a suit jacket. That was. Uh... <laughs> oh fuck it! Now that is the. Yeah, you know, it's always. I think I, I I have that moment every now and again, and then do you know what always talks me out of that is I always picture the mid two thousands where every male comedian had suit jacket, like a red t shirt and yeah. boot cut jeans, and I was like, oh no 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 no, no you no, can't no, be no. that guy. That is the one thing I can say. I'm pure. I, I have never had a pair of boot cut jeans. They um, were. I had a boot I cut. Had I had a. I had a, a tailored suit, not a tux, but like. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, it, and it had boot cut but they were all boot, they were, hang on what boot with boot cut trousers yeah it was a, like it was a cool suit it was like properly tailored so it went in at the white you know it was, it was measured for me it's not like a fucking sli- shaft <laughs> a slight boot cut shoe and I had my Louis Vuitton shoes that is pra- Prada I've never shoe. I've not seen a, a Jamera worked in an office yeah I've not seen a flared suit trouser since it wasn't flared know. flared I mean boot cut comes down and then out at the bottom but he's a, it? it's still a slight <laughs> flare, it is, it is it? slight flare yeah but the flare cut oh. is slightly different but this is when they were uh you know, all over the catwalks and already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I remember bringing it to the high the time when boot cut <laughs> suits were all over the catwalk, mate. I had my name engraved in it, and I liked that suit actually. But um, they were in for a while, weren't they? The boot cut suits weren't. Boot cut jeans. Do you remember twisters? Those Levi's fucking yeah. worst things I've ever seen. Horrendous jeans. Yeah, Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you just you could you could base up. whether or not you like someone purely on the fact that they turned up in a pair of twister. You go Absolutely. if you've got a pair of twister jeans on, it's just not. I am um, like Hannah. I'll be civil. Hannah's obsessed with. <laughs> I'll be polite. <laughs> um, but me, we did a we did an online quiz with some mates. Uh, and basically, they were so like some comedy friends, and they're all like, you know, some in Australia and stuff like that. And one of the rounds, we had to write the quiz. One of the rounds, Hannah did. Hannah's obsessed with comedians wearing bad jeans. She finds it really funny. She found, she basically took screenshots of comedians from tele- television comedy sets, and you had to guess which com- comedian it was from their jeans. And that they were is, all horrendous. That is the best round of a quiz I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Um, and you know, I won't lie, and he's a mate, but um, Sloss featured because <laughs> that man, where like, he's actually now he dresses much better. But 10 years ago, Daniel Sloss used to wear some of the worst jeans I've ever seen a grown man baggy jeans and like slip ons, or just something. sort of that, that sort of just jean that doesn't look like it's got any shape whatsoever. Do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You don't, you couldn't even guess what shape they were meant to be when you bought them. Do you, you have a go to jean? Like, um, I now wear, um, I'm currently in, we're in a nudie jean phase. Oh, very nice. You know, because free replacement. They lose their colour quite quickly, I found. They do, but I, I tend to wear that sort of slightly faded black as a standard. Yeah. Oh, and so I that's wear, sort of... I think it's um, Slim Jims, I think is the cut I, I like to wear, which is just sort of relatively thin. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sort of, I've got a, an idea, and I've got other ones in the... I used to wear um, All Saints cigarette shape, and uh, and they've now they've since changed the cut on them in just last, in one the last leg. Year. <laughs> <laughs> the, the orange at the top. The other ones are lighter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they've changed the the length of them. They used to sort of be a little long, so you, you do a little turn up and it looked good. They've made them longer, so you now have to double. Uh, yeah, and it looks a bit shit, but basically, That's my... what jeans Sorry. are your go-to, Paul? I quite like a Levi Five Eleven. Daisy Dukes. <laughs> 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 like a real high. <laughs> that is one of my two uh, sort of set jokes. Uh, if someone turns up with a big turn up on their jeans, they go, fucking hell, that's a turn up for the books. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> uh, if someone says, oh, uh, I'm going to see The Who. And we can yeah. go, the, the Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's classic. Those are the two things that if someone turns up and says... I'm not a fan things. of the big sort of turn up. You know, the big old sort of... Um, what, I mean, what, I don't even know what would that style be called. You know the people that wear the 
You know, like Marcus it's kind Bergman. Of hipster, isn't Marcus it? Yeah, Bergman's no, a fan of a big turn-up. Rich oh, I know a rock, what you mean. A, rock, a rockabilly kind rockabilly of rock. Maybe a, a DM shoe or something. You mean. Yeah. I quite like it, actually. I think it looks good. It looks um, cool on certain people. Yeah, um, with an I've Elvis haircut. I've tried with it. A bro- with a brothel creeper. Yes. And like a... I've got a lovely pair of vegan brothel creepers. It's not too fat. It's not... It's They're not called brothel fan. creepers. Not, what? Yeah. Yeah, have you not worn? I thought you'd own many pairs from your <laughs> lifestyle. I do a lot of brothel every, 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 every pair of shoes Julian's got as a brothel creeper. <laughs> That's his nickname around I Soho. Soft slipper. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just wear slippers. <laughs> I'm often barefoot. It's easier to climb. <laughs> barefoot with war paint on. <laughs> and a knife in my teeth. <laughs> Murder ho- hookers. I don't know why. <laughs> hookers. I've not heard that word in about twenty years. Well, sex workers, mate. Sex workers. Yeah. Say it right. If you're going to make a joke about murdering people, at least get their job title right. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like a brothel creep. Mine are actually getting a bit worn. I need to. I need to maybe upgrade to a new pair. They look. Why good. are they called brothel Is creepers? Because they I think don't it's just make old noise. And fun. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I don't know where it came from actually. Puma have started making them, haven't they? Have you seen those? They're kind of the Puma sort of state, or the kind of you know that classic Puma, yeah. And with the with a crepe sole, yeah. Ah. I'm not. I don't know how I feel about a trainer with a creeper sole though. It looks a bit clubfoot, oh, no, isn't it? That's yeah. The thing is, there is a. Some people can pull them off. Some people look like they, you know, they had polio or something when they were kids. So it's sort of a real, I think, you, yeah, you've got to, you, everyone, you need to dress to your strengths. That's what I've always said. Do you remember those shoes? There was one big one and one little one on some people. What is, is that polio? No, I think it was just a built up shoe. That yeah, that's that was it. funny. Did you, see, did you see that thing that was doing the rounds a while ago where it was uh, that sort of, I think it was like a French bulldog on its hind legs and it had the sort of barrel chest and yes. skinny legs. Said, this is what all guys wearing skinny jeans over 35 look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got sent that twice that day. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it definitely, it was a funny, because it did have that look of like, I know now I've got, I've got a pair of, they're just Zara. They're like a tight Zara, dark blue jean that I quite like. But they yeah. are probably my tightest jean, and I, I've, I've, you know, I've put them on end towards the end of lockdown, and definitely I've because I've put on a bit of baby oh, weight, and I've uh, without without a jacket on, I definitely have a look of that sort of like, you know, it's a bad look. A guy who's sort of top heavy with really top heavy with a skinny jean is. Awful. It's bad. It's a bad look, in it? Because also, my legs, for all intents and purposes, are the legs of a skinny person. <laughs> my weight is all at the at the top. So, yeah, you, yeah. like, I could. I, I've, I've my waist size has never increased. It's just. I mean, it's really, really? unhealthy, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of. Uh, I carry all of my weight around my stomach and my titties. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> titties. <laughs> Don't get me horny, man. I really. Have you seen? I, it's a, I think I it's a modern a... thing when people spell it T I D D I E S. It's like an American <laughs> joke. There, titties. And I it's find like it you so dirty man. You yeah. dirty man. <laughs> Lovely pair of titties. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I de- I'm the I'm similar. I've got um, I'm very top heavy. So, I, but also I think the the trick to that, the good thing about that though is if you do wear jacket, like if you've got skinny legs, you wear a nice fitted jacket. It does hide a lot of your. Um, well, this is the thinking. Yeah. So, like I know you've spoken about this before. You don't like going on uh, stage with just one layer on the yeah, top. Yeah. 
And I definitely am subscribing to that way of thinking now. It's, you kind of feel like, particularly if someone takes a picture of you and then you see it, you go like, fuck, what, was I, what do I look like? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. What I hate is the way the light, because if you have got a bit of top fat on your on mm. your torso, like, and you've got a T-shirt on, on stage, stage lights plus a camera, they pick up every contour yeah, of the T-shirt. Absolutely. So I've had, I've seen photos of me where, like, I've just worn, even I've, I've had, like, quite a tight T-shirt under a jacket, and just, they've caught me just as the jacket's, like, flayed open as I'm doing oh, a thing on stage. No. And you can just sort of see the outline of my tits and my belly, and it's like, oh. And you can guarantee that's the one they're going to use for, totally, the, for, like... 20, for the next 20 years on their website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate the fact. Honestly, I know it's you should. I know it's our job to sort of say to them, "Can you update the photo?" Or it shouldn't. I don't know. Should it be our job? But like, there's. I get tagged in gigs where it's like this weekend coming up, and it's a photo of me like from twelve years ago, and I've got like sort of a quiff or something. You know, I just look like an idiot. It really annoys me, but it's yeah, my, I, just, no. I should then respond and say, "Can you change it?" You look like a yeah. different person, though, don't you? It's like if you've changed and stuff. Just uh... yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't take photos off of uh, once they're out there. I mean, not like old photos, can you? You can't get them. <laughs> can't it's really sound like you were desperately asking us know, for that's help. Really, that's really even. <laughs> so, I'm going to burst out crying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Photos, old ones. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm having, um, Julian knows this, but I'm having nose surgery next yeah. on, on Monday. And uh, so basically, he let all the born. insults get to what, him. What is, so what is it? What is it to, to so, do? What's because I can't breathe through my right nostril. I never have been right. Able to. Okay, I can only do it from my left. But it's um, the bone is basically a bit bent, so they're going to re sort of do it and open it up. But they, it might change shape. You're going to sound afterwards. like Brian Blessed next. Yeah. Week. <laughs> or the opposite. I might have a really high voice. Imagine I just. Hi guys, welcome back. <laughs> Oh. Michael Jackson. I mean, that's there is a slight. I've got a slight worry about that, but like, what I'm your it, voice I'm, will change slightly. But apparently, like, cause it, it literally only a All right, doctor, <laughs> doctor <laughs> Dean. We'll, put yeah. that one, we'll pencil I mean, that one. Yeah. I reckon so that could be off target as well. Y- your, your blood will clot, and you might come back with a. <laughs> You Any other problems? It's based on no facts at all. What I'm saying, <laughs> that's said, said with such conviction. Oh, no. Your voice, your voice will change. Puffing on I'm that a, fucking vape from, from Greenwich <laughs> Market. Um, <laughs> you send the next patient in, please. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Dean will see you now. Someone walking in with a limp. You go, yeah. I think you've got an ear infection. <laughs> <laughs> but they um well i i heard that your nose is very crucial obviously it's crucial to how you look but like to your face yeah, but the slightest change to your shape of nose you know when people get nose jobs you know, the yeah woman, yeah i was thinking of getting one actually what's her face then the woman who was in dirty dancing that the girl the main she girl, changed her completely didn't she it? she, she lost a, a bit of character and basically her face she looks it like a totally different person since she had a nose job and it's that it's that sort of it's such a crucial thing, you know, that if you change it even slightly, it can totally change your, like, how you look. To There's people. a comic we, we all know that had one. I don't know if I'll name him. All right, he's, mate. He's, he's, um, Paul, uh, do you mind me naming you? <laughs> do you want, hang on, I can bleep it if you want. But, okay, Imran. Does he had one? Yeah. I'm not bleeping it, I was lying. No, I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Imran. I, I don't say it again, it. now I've got a double bleep. Oh, um, shit. Um, 
He might be all right with it because it's kind of, I mean, it's a big dramatic. It, it does look good, though. I've not seen him in ages. So, oh, shit. I, I should ask him how it goes because I, they, they've, I think they're going to straighten the bone and I've got, it's always slightly protruded there. So I'm sure that's going to go. They're not going to change the look of your nose. I, I yeah, but they must do. Because if they're they? straightening the bone, the, the reason I can't breathe from my right nostril is because it's, you can see that bit protrudes out there. It's got a little lump there as well, though. Yeah. So I've if they're breaking the bone and resetting once. it, it's going to change shape, isn't it? Otherwise, they won't be doing the job right. So, are you think, worried about? Are you worried about the procedure? You do you are you ner- are nervous about that sort of thing? Particularly, no, because I mean, I'm just general anaesthetic, so I'll be fine. I'm more worried about the recovery of like having a big because they have to cut your septum open and then oh my God. and they open it, do it, and they sew it up. So, I mean, that sounds that's the brutal, only man. incision there. So that'll just I'll have some stitches there for a few, maybe a week, and then it, the, the, I've seen photos of people. Some people don't swell up too much i've seen some people look like they've had the shit beaten out of them you know i mean black eyes everything so i suppose it's a good time to do it though at least where you're not working much exactly i did get asked to do a gig with julian actually on the friday night so five days afterwards in ilfracombe who's away and i decided against it because i thought that's a risk in it i might just still be fucked It'd still probably be the most normal-looking person in Ilfracombe, to be honest with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a local. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've got, I mean, I've got no idea what people in Ilfracombe look like. It's supposed it's to be just, lovely there, actually. A little seaside town. Because um, you are you when are you not you don't like it's procedures or anything. Are you, and- I am so squeamish. I have a massive needle phobia. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, like, if you could see me getting blood tests, I'm literally, like, squirming. They have to talk to me through it, you know, like a, like a child going to the dentist. <laughs> Give me some oh, so you've got, you know, you know, you've got a Beatles t-shirt on. Do you like the Beatles? Like, yeah, I like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> trying to change your subject. Yeah, nurse holding your hand. <laughs> oh, no, it is honestly like that. I, I had one in Spain, uh, uh, and uh, they. Uh, the, 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 I think one of the nurses has got another nurse to come and watch because they found it so amusing. Oh, how? No. Um, That's yes, I'm fascinated by that. What about dentists and stuff? Hate that. Actually, I'm not as bad with the dentist, but then I've not really had anything that sort of severe done there, really. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I... it's just being cut open. I have a. When no, you have a tooth kind of drilled into it, it fucking's horrible, isn't it, man? I don't mind that. I've always like I've, I hated I've never minded them. I had my first filling in my twenties. Oh right, I had um, I hated it when I was young because I had quite a lot of stuff done when I was young. But then I, I went back as an adult and I find it quite relaxing almost. I've got yeah, a lovely yeah. dentist though. He's that really... burning fucking on the edge of the nerve is horrible, man. I mean, I've had one. I had one experience once where they went. They injected. I was having quite a lot of work done. And they had they injected the anaesthetic, and then it didn't really work. You know, it didn't really numb up enough. So they went to put another lot in, and they went deeper, and the needle hit my nerve. Oh, and oh, I God. I felt I felt that needle in the base of my spine. Like, I literally felt this sort of sharp pain go run right through my body, and it was so intense. Like I properly like let out a sort of. Oh, primeval no. scream. Well, you have a bite into a Kit Kat and there's a bit of the foil still <laughs> stuck on there. Have you ever done that? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, that's the worst. That's the only thing in adulthood that's been Should quite have been able to sue them, man. No, because it wasn't that dangerous, actually. They had to get it in there and stuff. But, but it's pain you should be able to sue about. That is not correct. PTSD from it. You can't sort of quantify that, can you? Guys, excuse me, I was in pain. I yeah, because it, it instantly the, ended. How can I prove? I could just be lying, isn't it? Yeah. 
I had a <laughs> another another What's miss the line got to do with court cases. <laughs> another, another one <laughs> sails over the crossbar. Ah, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't mind. When I had laser eye surgery like that, I thought that was going to be that seems fucking dangerous. And to that me. was fine. That actually was was absolutely fine. Uh, everyone was like, you know, having... I mean, now you're color blind, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. I don't, I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind it. But yeah, that being I could get that. I could get cool. the laser eye surgery. I mean, I don't know if I could get it with what. Yeah. I've just got short short sighted. I can't yeah. see my phone. And I mean, I'm still. Yeah. I'm wearing these bloody computer glasses because I'm just paranoid. I fuck are they up. not? Um, are they just computer for computer? Yeah, these are literally it. just chick, like ones that have take the, the blue light blocking things that you just wear if you're looking at. Oh, screens. that's good. I've just got them sitting. They're laptop. your porn glasses. <laughs> yeah, these. <laughs> Yeah, let's take the edge off. My, pass me my wanking spectacles. Put <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the God. top pocket all the time. <laughs> Julian, you never take yours off. Just be round my neck on one of them things. What about Edgar David's ones? Just above the normal pair, just for easy. I just get laser eye for wanking. Flick <laughs> them down. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my wanking contacts in the morning <laughs> <laughs> got a long session today <laughs> oh god um, right so should, I've got to go in a minute I've got um, doing a baby massage session uh, shortly which is not it's basically we, we're doing a zoom class with a, an expert and we, it teaches you how to massage your baby to help their digestion i heard someone else talk about this uh, a couple of days ago really yeah yeah it's uh, i mean i don't really they were thinking a, of starting a business like, based <laughs> on zero science yeah how, how's that coming along julian <laughs> um, 200 pound a hit <laughs> that's good though it, it is uh, i used to massage um, just under the belly button if they were like constipated or something yeah yeah <laughs> Sam, I knew I what got, you were doing. got thrown out the crash <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah there's something in it though like they do baby yoga and stuff don't they yeah. or ba- baby like they do something with the cr- sacral cranial but for yes. babies well that's we took her to a i think cranial... babies are perfect like your little yogis anyway when that, born, i mean there is they? a there is a part of me that feels like it's a, a lot of it is sort of bullshit but we took her to a cranial osteopath. And oh, what they yeah. do is they look at the alignment. Because apparently like, they, they, their theory is that some babies when, during birth, you know, can come out. And they can get sort of, you know, a lot of babies spend a bit of time in the birth canal and can be quite sort of affected by it. So they sort of look at their alignment. And she did actually make a good observation. She said that Twyla favours looking to the left over the right. But when she said that's probably could be the shape she, she was She just prefers in. Hannah. Um, but yeah so so that we've sort of been trying to correct that just in case it was an issue but i don't know again it's that thing of like a lot of these things you sometimes think this is this is just bollocks in it that what they're doing is basically they found a way to charge middle class people money to fix something that doesn't exist yeah 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 Sounds like good it, you know, I've had acupuncture and I found I, like, I got given a gift card and I found it really useful. I found it very it made that's, my, that is recognized great. though, isn't it? Acupuncture, it's recognized by like the NHS. Oh, is it? Yeah, for physical ailments. Okay, have you ever had it? No, have you had it, Paul? Since you've heroin, obviously. absolutely not. No, 
because they're so tiny you don't really feel them like it is like literally they're not needles. does it pierce the skin like it's so yeah it does but to the slightest amount like you you just you feel like i'm trying to think like if you if you press the toothpick on the end of your finger or something it feels like that but just is it to de-stress you or what's the kind yeah, of, what are the it's benefits meant to, of it? i don't know it's, it's all about energy flow or something what i found really interesting was the um it the heat it, it made like it, so i had it on my shoulders and back and the sort of heat that started emanating from them areas once the needles were in was really weird and impressive what was that picture you were showing me julian of you lying on that big spike bed was that acupuncture yeah that sort was, of leather yeah. pants on <laughs> That was kind of, yeah. In that secret WhatsApp group. That wasn't recognised by the NHS, that one. <laughs> you had the sort of top That was top condemned on. by the <laughs> NHS as highly dangerous <laughs> sexual activity. Um, what was that then? Did you go on an acupuncture mat or something? Oh, no, no. So I was just, I was just joking. Oh, there is a thing. Because I've, you know, weird re- reason I reacted there, like it's a real thing. So I've got an acupressure mat, which is my mate bought me for Christmas. Oh, I've been on that, yeah. Yeah, and it is a, literally a bed of nails. Oh, okay. So I've got one. That's oh, really? I, when you said that, I was like, I was totally reacting like, oh, that's totally normal. So I, I sometimes <laughs> lie on mine. Leather spats. And you, you sort of pull that out when Julian stays over. That's like <laughs> pull out bed. But you're meant to, because you do have to obviously go on it topless. So there is that thing of, if anyone did have a go, they do have to. This road. Well, you just lie sort of on the back on the thing. Yeah. You just lie. Basically, you put it down. It's good to put it on a hard surface, like the floor. It, it is it, painful, though. You have to go down on it evenly, don't you? Yeah, it's painful. Or you die. Initially, but then it's once you're on it, it's fine. You sort of, you get used oh, to wow. it. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. I really like it. I've got loads mm. of bollocks in my house, haven't I? I've got loads of mates who are into bullshit, so I just end up <laughs> with collecting all this stuff. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, I think we should wrap it up, mate, so I can go and learn to massage a baby. My, my baby. Four grand a pop. <laughs> it's actually it's actually very reasonable. It's got to go and make this person rich. <laughs> Gosh. She's a bit, actually, she's an Eastern European woman. She's very nice. But last week, um, sort of, she was asking about, how, like, you know, what's Twilight's Visas and, like. and have you got any single mates? <laughs> <laughs> But um, I said she was asking like, so how does Twyla react to this and this and this? And I said one thing, and she just went. Um, and she goes, "There's a chance that she's um, she's lazy." And I was like, "I took that really personal. <laughs> my, ba- my baby daughter lazy. That so is impossible. Baby. That's impossible. Say, saying it as if it's like a medical sort of. Uh, yeah. There's a possibility. Yeah, she's a la- very lazy kid. Yeah, but she yeah, she's probably she's just lazy. I was like, hang on, but I don't know why I took it personally. That's like, impossible. That is not you should take that personally. Well, because babies literally sleep, eat, and shit. That's all they do. Lazy is a thing that's learned. Exactly. I've learned it. I studied it. So yeah, I sort of, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I took it weirdly bad. Like I sort of rest of the session, I was definitely a bit passive aggressive. In it, yeah. So today I'm going in hard, mate. Just going to make yeah. a load of shit that Twyla's done this week. Has she got any children? Yeah, she has got one. I'll so just ask her a few questions and go, okay. I, Seems I, like a real don't, don't, don't take this personally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think your baby might be a bit of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going in now. I'm not going to. I'm going to try and just forget it and not go in with that. You know, when somebody sort of said something that's annoyed you yeah. for a week. And you sort of, you think you've got it out of your mind and the next time you speak to him, it's in the back of your mind like you're going, fuck you, mate. I've um, had therapists like that. They've said something so inappropriate. 
You've told me about your therapist, guys. Like, I've walked that away. It, this was a couple of years ago, but I walked away thinking, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's not how you shouldn't like walk out of therapy Sexual analogies and stuff. And like use, using an analogy of like an erect penis for something once. <laughs> your like, relationship with your It's nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the analogy sorry what was the analogy of the erect it was penis? something about this was a i mean i, w- I don't want to say too much because they'll know it's them it was about a year and a half ago <laughs> i don't know what the analogy was but he he was uh um gay can i say that <laughs> but he, he was i don't know and he said I it said sounds like a story about, that's going to end with a real like you know, i said so i mean i said police. something about um there was an I, I said something about I was waiting outside in, in the park and I said something about like I went in there and I started to, and, uh, no, I was early I was early and then I went in there. I was early and I was went in there and I said to him, because it was a really posh um area, and I said, you know, some of the neighbours were looking at me like and I, and I and I said I was talking about my identity, how I see myself kind of thing. And I thought I thought they might have think I'm up to no good sitting here or and he said and he said, oh, you know, you look way... And I said something about, like, I might look like a bit of a road man, which I didn't. Yeah. But it was just, like, the way I... Like, in my teenage years, I still got that in my head. And I said... And he said, no, you look way... You're way too cute for that. Therapist, mate. And then, and then like, a couple of sessions later, he, he used... An, I was talking about going on stage and my relationship with the audience and stuff like that. And he said something about, you know, it's like a penis. You know, when it's erect... Or something like that. And I was just like, oh, fuck's sake, man. You checked this guy's I didn't feel like violated. I just feel like... I'll tell you what, he's obviously not seen you do stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's like a flaccid cock. It's like a, a floppy old man's dick. It's like a dead dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is, yeah, this guy sounds... It's like a shit cock. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, mate, this guy's unprofessional, and I think you should uh, should not see them anymore. I'm so. with him now. Yeah, <laughs> been together for a year. And... Um, right, we should wrap it up. Um, Paul, always thanks for having me. Good to see you, man. Thanks yeah, for coming. Always a pleasure. Thanks Anything for to plug? Are you doing your one with your podcast with Sean again? Yeah, we just started. We've just started. We've recorded a few. We're going to start uh, putting those out weekly again. Uh, yeah very soon in the next couple of weeks and i'm also doing a podcast about Britpop with uh, radio x which is launching on september the 7th and you're also running some gigs or like do you want to yes well if anyone lives in winchester uh, i've got a gig on wednesday which is sold out so um (laughs) so you can't come If anyone wants to come, you can't. Yeah. I am putting on a couple more, which I think, yes, I've spoken to you, Carl, about you're going to hopefully yeah, yeah, come yeah. down to do one. And so uh, there will be more. Well, I still I still do stand up as well, man, just throwing it out there. <laughs> You've already done it, haven't you? No, I'm doing it Wednesday, actually. Oh, we've you're got, doing it this Wednesday. We've right, got rained cool. off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Cool. Um, that's it. Any uh, other business, thanks. Julian? We don't need to do anything or plug anything, do we? No, nah, not really. I'll be back um, after my sign up. The video would be on Patreon. Yes. Um, uh, sign up. We do extra bits. So, yeah, sign up to that if you want. Thanks to everyone. Patreon.com slash two vegan idiots. And that's it. Let's end now. Two vegan idiots. No, no, no. I'm like,